Welcome to Just Hair Me Out, a podcast about love, life, and hair. I'm Barbara. I've spent over 38,000 hours coloring hair. Hi, I'm Demetra, and I've spent over 1,000 weeks with scissors in my hands. With 50 clients a week in our chairs and 22 years on our feet, doing hair is not our hobby, it's our hustle. We've navigated salon politics and then opened salon suites of our own in 2020. We choose dogs over kids, skinny marks over beer, and we've only fired three clients. Each. Each. So, Demetra, I wanted to tell you about... Uh, we had this episode called Dating Nightmares. Mm-hmm. I thought of two others. Ooh. <laughs> Spill the tea, ladies. Spill the adding, tea. Adding to the mix. Okay. So I this one's short. I met a guy on a dating website, mm-hmm. and we had um, a plan to go meet up at Starbucks. And we'd only been talking for a couple weeks, but as mm-hmm. I've told you before, I prefer it that way. So it doesn't end up being like a, a huge drawn-out thing, and then you meet, and you're like, ooh maybe not mm-hmm. so I get to the Starbucks and and he's cute he's nice and he brought his laptop and we're drinking our coffee and I'm asking him questions about himself and then he like spins his laptop around and shows me um, a video because he wants me to sign up for a multi-level marketing organization under him wait what MLMs, you know, like no, selling, the- like selling vitamins. Yeah. Like one of those scams where you're right, supposed right, to right. like, so was he on a date or is he using these like dating was- profiles to sell things to people? Yes. He was not even trying to date anybody. Wow. Genius. Cause then and honestly, right. Because now you're kind of stuck in a rock and a hard place. Like knowing me, I would have been like, Oh, Okay, I'll sign up like a freaking sucker that I am. <laughs> I did not stay. I did not sign up, but I did stay for like 20 minutes and I will never get that 20 minutes back. Time. Very precious, very valuable people. Yes. Mm-hmm. But wasting it. Wow. He's clever though. Yeah. He's pretty smart tactic though. I mean, I got to give Ish. him that. Ish. Yeah, um. Yeah. And also this other time. So part of the reason I kept trying to date people online is because I grew up Mormon and I really thought it was like super important to marry a Mormon person. So Mm. by the time I was like uh, 30, I was considered like a spinster because I wasn't married in the Mormon community. What does that that mean? Spinster? Oh, like like an old old single lady. Mm. But is that like a Mormon wording? No, that's a regular term for like an old hag. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> okay, you old bitch. Washed up, old bitch. Old bitch. Yes. You know, the whole, you know, live with cats thing. Anyway. Mm. And uh, and they're few and far between in Chicago. So, you mm-hmm. know, I went. I actually went to BYU in Utah for school. And I focused on college. Didn't actually get married. And, uh, anyway, so, so I was trying to find a nice Mormon guy that did not go well. (laughs) Well, the problem here is a whole other tangent, but there's so many Mormon women looking to get married. And then as you can imagine, not as many men. So it's kind of like, uh, musical chairs. And once everyone Mm -hmm. has a chair, 
you're like, well, what now? Anyhow. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to sift through and find myself a Mormon person. And, uh, so I found this guy and he was actually not, um, not like super awkward. I was interested. He lived in Chicago. Like that never happens. So I, Mm. we, I met up with him for coffee. Um, and it went pretty well, but I don't know. There was something like a gut thing where I was like, Oh, I just don't know about this guy. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But he was like super flattering to me, like over Mm -hmm. the top, like too much actually. Um, Like he said, I can't believe that I'm on a date with you. You're so beautiful. Like people are probably looking at us. Be wary. Be wary of those. I know. And there was nothing like wrong with him. I'm like, no one's looking at us. Like I'm, uh, you know, I was pretty hot at the time, but I wasn't like, you still are my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it was way exaggerated. And I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but it didn't like make me very comfortable. And, um, so he like texts me after the date. we like had coffee and like walked around in the city. Then I, uh, went home. He was like texting me kind of nonstop. He texted me the next morning. Um, then he asked if I would, he knows I like theater and live theater. So he wanted to arrange this whole date where we would go downtown to like this fancy, uh, restaurant and then go out to a show. And I thought that's kind of a lot. Like, also, I kind of don't want him to like spend the money on that because I would like to maybe have like a dinner and have it be like a shorter amount of time just to like get to know each other. Right. I'm like, this is not an anniversary. This is like well, our the, first. At the, right. Cause at the show, date. you can't really talk. If you go to dinner, you're able to talk to that person, get to know them. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. he was making it to this really big thing. And this is like two days in. And so I said, you know, I think I don't want you to get tickets. Don't buy anything. Um, and the way he reacted to that made me say, I don't think we should like go on another date at all because he was like really upset, like upset at me. I thought, well, you know, this is clearly not going to work. So I told him as such, I'm like, well, let's, let's not have dinner. Let's just part ways. And he, like, he had been so polite over the top polite. And his Mm -hmm. response to me was whatever Scarface. And I actually was thinking about the movie Scarface. I was like, <laughs> I know I'm a badass bitch, but I don't think I'm a gangster. <laughs> and you, you guys, if you're just listening, I actually, I have a, um, a cleft lip. I have a scar on my face mm-hmm. and I just don't really think about it that much. And I could not believe the nerve of this guy. What an asshole. Like, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like, and then you see the true colors. Yes. That's the good thing, though, when shit like that happens. That's why it's like, man, just throw them a wrench. Just fuck around and just to see how someone's going to react. Because then you're going to know how that person is. If you don't want to waste any time when you're dating, do something totally off the wall just to see to get a reaction. I know it sounds nuts, but I wish I knew that shit like a long time ago. Yes, that's a good point. Like sometimes do, yeah, throw that wrench. See what happens. But I was so glad he didn't know where I lived. I ended up blocking him. Because then, like, a day later, he's, like, apologizing for calling me Scarface and, like, wanting to talk about it. Yeah, well, clearly, dude has to, like, figure it out and take a breather before he responds to people. Clearly, he doesn't have his emotions in check if he's going to react like that. So, Well, and something I've learned 
like I try to give people way too many chances. And fortunately by then I had learned better, but um, you know, there's a certain point where even if it could have worked out with somebody, if they treat you so badly that like you would be embarrassed to say, I married a person that once did this to me, you know, (laughs) then they need to start over with someone new. Yeah, for sure. So I agree. Anyhow, those are my complaints for the day. Well, I wish I had any good stories for you. I can't think at the moment. You saved yourself so much trouble by not going on too many dates. Honestly. I mean, I don't know if that's good or bad, though. Like I said, it's like, I think, you know, that whole saying, you got to kiss a lot of frogs to find your prince. I believe there's some truth to it, you know, because you're giving yourself like more options to truly see what's out there. And it's not so much to see what's out there, but you get to know more about yourself and what you like as a person yes you know so it's like me not having a very big dating life and not going on a lot of dates is actually not a good thing so maybe at the beginning of the year people maybe i'm gonna walk you through and i i might get on some dating sites i have some good stories for you definitely Ooh. don't tell them that you have a podcast no not right away yeah right they'll, they'll be afraid that you're taylor swift them right yeah, yeah. I'm definitely start off with lying. You're right. Yes. And you know what you just said? <laughs> That's going to make for a great relationship. You're like, my name is Misty. Um, uh, oh, what, what you had just said, though, like really made me remember one thing that I feel like I did wrong for so long is spend dating time going on the time that I'm on a date mm-hmm. trying to see if they liked me. Rather than like trying to focus on, do I like them? Like them. Yeah. You know what? You're 110% right on that one. That is a, that's a big one right there. You know, I think that goes uh, for saying not just dating, job interviews, friendships. Sometimes we're so focused on making sure everybody else likes us and we forget the focus is about us and saying, well, what about me? This is a two-way street here. Do I like you? Am I interested in you? Yeah. You know, so like refocus, regroup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that yeah. client relationship too. If it's not a good relationship with a client, you know? Yeah, definitely. For sure. Because you don't have to like bend and scrape if if how how their attitude is toward you isn't what you want out of your ideal client. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So, anyway, words to live by. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a little dating oh. advice here from two crazy gals. One divorcee, one married bitch, and, (laughs) you know, we know what we're talking about, people in mid-40s. We know what's up. We do. (laughs) Have you watched uh, RuPaul's Drag Race? No. Oh, my God. I mean, it is so silly and crazy and all over Mm -hmm. the place, and, like, the people that are in there are, like, such artists with the makeup and everything. Um, The drag queens. Oh. I learned a lot about, like, tuck and tape. What's Uh, that? That's where you tuck your man bits and oh. then tape them so that you can wear a girl's outfit and not have moose knuckle oh. camel toe moose, moose knuckle, knuckle. moose knuckle is when it's something else oh got it camel toe is woman yeah moose knuckle is what a man has yeah okay, if they're trying it. to wear like a woman's bathing suit or something yes oh it's a whole thing. Anyway, okay. RuPaul oh. is so fantastic. And at the end of every single episode of all uh-huh. this like pandemonium and tucking and taping, and he says, and remember, 
if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? He says it just like that. I'm like, amen. It, you know what? Sister. It is so true, right? It's true. It's true. I don't even think sometimes people don't realize that they're not loving themselves. Yeah. I don't think they even know what it is to love yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We all have to, good to re and reflect on those things. See mm -hmm. what you're doing, what you're putting We're out there. Bring it in. Bring it in, people. Self-love and <sighs> all the good stuff. Yes. Um. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe or follow. And please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Lastly, follow us on social media for clips of past and future episodes. All our accounts are listed in the show notes below. Thanks so much for listening.